everyone, and welcome to the Empowering Her podcast. I'm Melody Pormorati, and every once in a while, I have so much fun on someone else's podcast that I want to bring it to you guys. And this is the case with the podcast that you're about to hear. I had the pleasure of being a guest on the Empowered Women podcast with Amber Duffney. She's actually a girl life facilitator. It's funny, we got off of the podcast. And after hearing what I had shared about girl life, she became a facilitator. So that that's like a funny side note on this. But we had the most lovely conversation about girls and female empowerment. And I didn't want you guys to miss out on it. So I hope you enjoy it. I think you're going to love Amber as much as I do. And uh, let me know what you think. So thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, it's Amber Duffney of The Empowered Woman uh, Podcast. Badass and unfiltered, of course. Um, I'm here with today with Melody Pormorati. I really hope I'm pronouncing that right. You totally are. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Um, Melody and I met through a mutual friend and I am just super excited to have Melody here with me today to tell you all a little bit about her background and her story and what she has created out of, you know, passion and, and purpose. And it's just, it's phenomenal. So Melody is a life coach an author. She's a twin girl mom. And she's the creator of the Girl Life Certification Program, which is a platform that trains women to create profitable girls' empowerment businesses. Her greatest goal is for every young girl and woman to find her own voice and live a life that lights her up from the inside out. Ah, I get chills when I read that because that is something that I'm very passionate about as well, as you know, the last time we chatted, Melody. Yes. (laughs) Absolutely. So thank you for being here. Oh, it is my pleasure, Amber. Thank you so much for having me on today. I'm so excited to chat with you. Yeah, absolutely. So let's dive right in. So maybe tell tell our listeners a little bit about a little bit more about girl life. And then uh, I would love to hear again, the story of kind of how it how it came about because it's super inspiring. and, and, And I think our listeners would love to hear it. Sure thing. So Girl Life is literally a program that is accessible to women all across the globe who really just want to have an impact on our future generation. I think as women, it's like our birthright to once we've succeeded in some way and learned how to operate in the world that in a way that feels graceful and full of ease, we want to send that elevator back down and bring the girls in with us. We want to share our vision with them and share the tools that worked for us with them because we most likely, most women I've I've noticed in my coaching practice, I don't know about you, Amber, but we are unlearning fears that we picked up on in our girlhood. And And I always think to myself, like, who would I have been if I hadn't accepted all the fear that was placed on me as a young girl? Like, how would I have moved through the world What would I have accomplished? How would I have felt? And so that was really just my greatest goal, really, with Girl Life. I wanted to create a generation of girls who had their own backs, who knew just how strong they are and how much personal power is accessible to them on 
a moment to moment basis. So, uh, and so that's, that's kind of like how girl life came to be. I said, okay, I've got this information. I went to coaching school. I've been coaching women for however many years now. Um, but I feel like we, you know, we need to fill in the blanks. We, we have these young girls whose self-confidence is peaking at nine, and that's just not acceptable to me. Like that's one of those stats that I just absolutely feel as women, we can change together. And absolutely. so we have a mission at Girl Life. We always say empowered women empower girls. So our I program is designed to empower women, literally give them the tools that they need to live a life that feels true and authentic to them. And then to take that to the girls in the form of girls empowerment workshops. So that's in a nutshell. Yeah. I am just so uh, happy. I happy is, is such not a great word. Like I feel like there should be a better word, but I'm just, I'm ecstatic that, you know, our paths have crossed because my mission as a coach is to empower women. And, you know, the fact that I have a daughter who's 10 Mm -hmm. and who is I'm watching her, you know, figure it all out right now. And I am hell bent on ensuring that she knows her power, you know, way more than I ever did. And, you know, I'm, I'm just thrilled to be able to, to learn more about your program and to share it with more people. And hopefully one day be a, be a, um, what, what's the word? We call it a girl life facilitator. A facilitator. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. A facilitator <laughs> myself because it is definitely one of my biggest passions and purposes. You and I have that in common as far as helping women and girls just realize how freaking amazing they are and what power they have. Absolutely. And you're already doing half of the equation, right? By being out there, by coaching women, you're, you're fulfilling part of that equation because we are like what we embody and what we model for our girls is everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And, you know, it's so funny because here's a, an example. I've always been a very thin person. I've never had to worry about my weight um, until recently, um, you know, the COVID, the COVID 50 or the COVID 20 (laughs) or whatever that a lot of people have, have gained. Um, It's kind of, I'm learning how to regulate that. I'm doing the the Noom program, which is awesome. I can't say enough good things about it. It changes your psychology. It's all around coaching, which of course, you know, right up my alley. Right, right. But teaching my daughter that and being super careful about the way I speak about myself. Yes. And, you know, mommy's not, I have never said I'm on a diet. I have said, mommy is learning how to eat foods in the right amounts and the right types that my body, make my body happy. Yes. And, um, you know, she, sometimes she'll, she'll tease me and she'll say something like, oh, you know, your belly has more fat in it. And I said, yes, it absolutely does. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, mommy's a little more tired sometimes. So that's one of the reasons that mommy's trying to eat better foods that are, you know, healthier for me. So I I think so much of the issues around food and weight come from, it completely un, unintentionally 
Um, but from, you know, moms who were, who are worried about their weight and things like that. And it breaks my heart to see young women, you know, and again, the moms aren't doing anything wrong. They just don't know what they don't know. They don't know what they don't know. And it's intergenerational. I feel like, Oh, yeah. They might be commenting on their daughter's weight, thinking that it's the most okay thing in the world to do because their own mom was constantly commenting mm-hmm. on their weight. Like where, you know, there, there's no shame in it. There's no guilt in it. But when we know better, we do better. Right. As Maya exactly. says, and I just think like what, what you're saying to your daughter is brilliant. I think that it's so important when we have, like, I think food is one of the most, um, like for me personally, it's one of my greatest passions. I love food and I love eating and we should never associate a stigma with food and eating, but I love the way that you are describing it to your daughter in terms of health. Like we want to create healthy habits that are going to make us feel good and have longevity. It's not about how we look or how, how, like, I don't even like to use the word fat. Do you know what I, I mean? I don't either. Yeah, <laughs> the word says, I just, Sorry, mommy, but. Right. <laughs> and that's okay. Cause they, they're hearing it at school and they're bringing it to us. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but I always, just like you always focusing on, on power, on strength and on yeah. health, as opposed to that outer appearance. And, and mm. I think that that's really is, is messaging that helps. I, I agree. I agree. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, I went through my coach training and, you know, before my daughter got to the age that she is now where it's, you know, it's so important to have to to be giving those messages in the right way. I'm just super grateful for my coaching coach training that I learned, you know, about that and, and understand that because I think that's a gift you know, not to toot my own horn because it's not me. I learned it from others, but you know, I'm I'm grateful that I have that knowledge that I can pass that on to my daughter. I'm super grateful for that. Absolutely. And I think you should toot your own horn. We don't toot our own <laughs> horns often enough as women. So <laughs> I suppose that's kudos that is to you. <laughs> so Melody, tell me how tell and, and tell our listeners, how did Grow Life come about? Like what what was the what was the beginning and how did it kind of blossom? Well, I was on a vacation in the Caribbean with my family, my husband and my daughters, and that seems so very far away right now. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but that was seven years ago, and I was watching my daughters. They were holding hands. They're twins. They were holding hands and just jumping the waves on the beach, and they were just so happy. They were so joyful and in the moment, and I was like finding myself watching them and being envious. I was like. Yeah wow, I was in awe. It was like, they are not thinking about what's going to happen five minutes from now. They are not concerning themselves with what happened one hour ago. They are literally right where they are using all of their senses to just take in the moment. And I thought, damn, (laughs) you know, yeah, what a gift, (laughs) right? Yeah, what a gift. And it's a gift that's accessible to all of us. But I think Mm -hmm. that as we get older, uh, we rob ourselves of that gift and we are so much more concerned with the outside world instead of our internal state. We're like, what is this person thinking? What should I be saying? How should I be behaving? What should I be wearing? It's like the endless 
questioning of ourselves and wondering mm-hmm. if we're good enough. And yeah. so that that was just such a big moment for me. And I, I had been coaching for, for some years at that point, coaching women. And I noticed that with the women I was coaching, we were just unlearning so many of the fears that they picked up on in their girlhood. And it just... It, I, I no longer was going to accept that, you know, once we go into womanhood, things just change and we lose that essence of ourselves and those tools that we had so available to us as young girls. And that was it. I was like, okay, I need to get to work. And I decided that I was going to start a series of girls empowerment workshops and literally teach the girls in a language that, you know, that moves them and inspires them. Of course, I'd be talking to them in a different way than with the women, but we were going to make empowerment fun. We were going to make exploring your own superpowers fun. And that's what we did. I literally came home from that vacation. I went on Facebook and I put a message out on my wall. I just said, Hi, everybody. I feel super passionate about girls empowerment. And I've decided to start running girls empowerment workshops out of my home. And we are going to teach girls all about how to explore who they are and express who they are. And just be just be, you know, just be. Uh, And I got some response, like I wasn't expecting it to be very honest with you. I just had this on my heart. And I felt like I needed to do it. Yeah. And it's amazing because there's like a co-creation that happens with the universe when you say yes to that calling. And so I said yes, and the universe took two steps forward and brought me the the girls and, and the parents who were so thankful for this type of programming. And that's kind of the beginning of what we are today, which is, which is, I'm so proud to say 150 facilitators strong. Like at the time when I started it, I never would have thought that anyone else would be running my curriculum. But as the time went by and as my different coaching circles and and communities would see what I'm doing here in New York, they would say, well, Melody, how can I do this in Toronto? And how can I do this in, in parts of Africa? And how can I do this in Singapore? That's and that it really is. Thank you. Thank you. And that's just how any idea like I feel like when you have an idea, and it's really backed with intention and passion and heart. um, There's just no limit to what can what can be. I agree. I agree. Because, you know, when you are aligned with a purpose greater than yourself, the universe just like you said, the universe steps in and co creates with you and it is a freaking magical magical thing that happens. So it when sure you is. started girl life, when you initially came back from that vacation, how old were your girls at the time? My girls were seven. Okay, seven. So you started doing this from sorry, that's a notification on my phone. That's all my good. Phone. We're keeping it real here. Yeah. <laughs> life. Um Yeah, no, you so they were seven. And you started doing these in person workshops at home. So like, how many people were you were you seeing or or young girls were you seeing? And did the moms come too? And at the beginning? So at the beginning, my vision was definitely to just open it up to the girls, because I was witnessing even in my own daughters, like from what you see when you're peeking into their class, right? Like they are different humans when you're not present. And 
that's not neither good nor bad. Um, but what I really wanted was for these kids to come in and to just be, to not like have to act out any preconceived notions of who they are and how they behave, but to really just be present uh, in in the truth of who they are and in the truth of what's going on in that room with with the rest of the girls and what we're learning and and just walking away with. So uh, it was just girls. And at the beginning, the parents were struggling to understand that. But when they'd see what the girls were coming home with, and and just the version of themselves that they were becoming, they were like, yes, we can totally see why this is just for the girls, because they have their own little community going on of like minded friends. So it was open to the girls. And I never would have thought that it would get as big as it did. But that first workshop was 22 girls because I I just, in my mind, I was like, listen, if we get four or five girls, we're rocking and rolling. We're good. Um, But the community was just like, this is the thing that we all needed, but didn't know we needed for our girls. Yeah. Yeah. It's so amazing. Um, So your girls were part of that first group, were they? They were, and, you know, they were participants in my workshops when we first started. They, you know, just like the other girls, they they would sit and they would share. And, of course, it was different because it was mom. But uh, but I love for, for them and for me that this is something that we had the opportunity to do together and to grow through together. Oh, absolutely. And I'm sure that that has brought you so much closer to them. And vice versa. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think they know, we know each other in a whole different way because of it. Yeah. Yeah. I getting I get chills when you talk about this because, yeah. you know, it's, it's so important to me. I'm getting emotional. <laughs> it's okay. so important to me for my daughter to know how amazing she is and coming from me <laughs> a lot of times it doesn't land you know sure, sure. um and uh but i mean that's all we want we just we want our girls to not have to deal with the bullshit that we had to deal with yes you know, or, or not that they don't have to deal with it, but that they have the tools. Oh, I was just going to say that. You took <laughs> the words out of my mouth because there will always be bullshit, right? Like, Absolutely. like we're not going to stop the world. And no, you know, that's not that's not what we're here to do. I always say we cannot change the world for our girls, but we can change our girls for the world. And And when I say change, I mean, help them evolve, help them have access to those tools and help them move through the challenges with ease and grace. So the bullshit will show up, but they will know what to do with it. Yeah. And it's about, it's about resilience too. Hey, Um, that is something that I think a lot of, you know, kids in general struggle with, but I see a lot more of it in my daughter than I do my son. Now my son is only six and she's 10. So maybe he will have some more of that, but I honestly don't the world doesn't the society doesn't treat girls and boys the same they just don't and the reality is is you know a lot of times girls just have this extra added pressure that they have to be as good as boys um 
And, you know, the truth is, girl, boy, whatever, they're all magical. Right? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I mean, I couldn't agree more. And and boys need a space just like girls do to yeah. be real and to express themselves and to not have, um, you know, there are so many labels and there's so many expectations. And like, if we just think about the words that come out of people's mouths on a daily basis, like, man up, you know, or like, take, take it like a man or don't be such a girl. Like, like these things are problematic. These messages are problematic. And, you know, the first step is really just getting in tune with what are we saying? Like getting present with that, asking ourselves, what is the intention behind what I've just said? And is it serving our girls and our boys? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I wonder what, if you would be open to share a little bit about what types of fears that you know, seem to have come up, you know, that you've seemed to come up and be recurring, I guess, in your in your groups and your workshops, if that's something you're willing to share, that would be lovely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I totally connect to this as as a woman, let alone what it's like as a kid. But uh, these girls are, are constantly like, well, well, let me preface this by saying we we serve girls from ages five to about 13, 14 years of age. Okay. And the fears are very different for the five-year-old girls versus the 14-year-old right. girls. Of and course. the truth is the five-year-old girls very rarely share their fears. It's so interesting because they are fearless. You know what I mean? Like they haven't had that, haven't had it beaten out of them yet. Yes, that is exactly <laughs> it. Like they're so true and real and like not caring about what other people think and in the best possible way, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so it's very different when a five-year-old comes in versus a 14-year-old, but yeah. I, I find with the older girls, a lot of it is just projecting outside of themselves. Like, what is this person thinking of me? Mm-hmm. Who do I need to be to make this person like me? Um, so, so much concern about what other people are thinking that they forget that this is their life and there's an over analysis and and it just it, it's a snowball effect and so oh our God. adults do that i i mean i right. that's something that you know as women we struggle with too and it's it's amazing you know i mean i kind of i kind of had an idea that that would that would be one of the things but it it's just all the more impactful when you say it and you you come from experience and talking and and doing these talking with these girls and doing these workshops it's it's so important it's like almost like you're giving these girls the opportunity to nip that in the bud before yeah adulthood yes absolutely an opportunity that you and I didn't have mm-hmm. uh and so yes so we're giving them the tools we're giving them the tools and you know I will say it forever and ever but like the biggest gift we can give girls is to be real like to be real to stop looking at you know their next door neighbor and the girl who sits next to them in class and trying to be like her but being the truest expression of who she is is the biggest gift she will ever give herself because when we put on the masks and we hide, you know that that's only going to last for so long like the lie that you tell about yourself will only last for so long. But when you're real, you know, A, you just feel good in your own skin. 
but be like you attract your tribe, you attract the right people. And I always tell our girls this, I'm like, you know, if you try to be someone else, you are going to attract people into your life who like that somebody else. And it's not going to be a real friendship. So absolutely. Yeah, that is so important. I mean, (laughs) I look back and at my own, you know, youth and and, and teenage years and thinking how much of a friggin' chameleon I was mm-hmm. just trying to find my tribe. Right. Yeah. And little did you know that if you had just figured out who you are and been that person, you would have magnetically attracted your tribe much sooner. Absolutely. I mean, I'm, I, I just turned 40 this year and you know, it's only been in the last five years, I, I believe, that I've really started to embrace that fully, uh, that that I am who I am, like it or lump it. Mm-hmm. You know, the people who don't like the me that I am, they're not my people. Yes. And the people that see something in me that they connect with, I know that that's authentic because I'm being authentic. Yes. I and I mean, that. that's, that's, that's such a gift to give yourself and, and to be able to share that with younger, the younger generation is, I think it's life changing. I really do. Thank you. Thank you, Amber. I, I, I so feel your passion for this movement. Yeah, I really do. Yeah. I, it's like exploding yeah. off of my screen. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, it's, um, like I said, I'm, I'm very excited about your, your program. And I'm so like, congratulations, 150, 150 facilitators from something you started in your own, you know, I would say your own little basement, but like in your own home, right? Yeah. And it's just a testament to like, you can create anything. Do you know what I mean? My sister often says to me, and she's like, Mel, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but you made something out of nothing. And I'm like, why would I take that the wrong way? That's the biggest compliment you could give me. Like, that's how ideas come to be, right? Like we have a spark and we act on the spark and we take aligned action. And, and so I, yes, I'm super proud. Uh, of what it's become. And, and I would never take full credit for it. Like we are 150 women strong. And each of those women bring their own unique brand of magic to this curriculum. Each of these women, they're taking our curriculum, they're taking our business tools and all of that. But really just adding something so special that can only come from them to the curriculum. And, and so it's, it's definitely a joint effort. Absolutely. You know, um, it's funny this morning I was thinking about a situation where, um, a a fellow coach who is very, very successful, a female, uh, who I was just horrified to be basically shut down by, um, this happened over a year ago. And it, it, it broke my heart in so many ways because like you said before, you know, empowered women, empower girls, but empowered women, empower women. And it is so vital for, 
for us, you know, as a, as a women to support each other and to lift each other up. And it broke my heart because, well, A, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> there's no, there's no question. It hurt my feelings because this was someone I'd looked up to. But once I dealt with my own stuff, I realized that it's sad that this person feels the need to, no matter how, how successful she is, that, you know, she's still putting other women down um, for fear of competition or whatever. And, you know, if, if we can, it can teach our, our younger generation to embrace each other and encourage each other versus compete with each other. I mean, you know, one generation, we're going to, it's, cha- it's going to change the world. Like there's no question. Absolutely. And, and I always say, you know, as women and as girls, like we share the good stuff, like we have mm-hmm. the power to share the good stuff. Yeah. And so if we can just tune into that, mm-hmm. let's just like you said, we can completely shift the consciousness of women and girls everywhere. We just, we just have to keep doing it. And even when, and I'm sorry to hear about your experience with this woman. Yeah, um, it was, it was, it was hurtful, but I mean, hurtful. like, that I, and I'm sure it was a spiritual lesson in some way, right? Like was. I'm sure there was definitely a learning that came from it, but it was, it was, it was a, a, a testament to how I, I still have to work on the need for, uh, you know, acceptance and, and having people like me. It was yes. definitely a lesson there for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we, while we never welcome this type of thing into our, into our world, mm-hmm. when it does happen and we've had the time to feel the feelings, yeah, it's also important to ask ourselves like, okay, what is this reflecting back to me? Like, what am I learning here? Where's the growth? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it yeah, and I mean, like you said, it's not something you'd want to have happen. I mean, you know, haters, haters, haters going to hate, right? Yep, yep. <laughs> but you know, the the more resilient you can become, and and you know, now I just feel sad for her. Yes. You know, I I mean, I just I'm sad that she had the insecurity that 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 triggered this sort of reaction and. I, I just send her love, you know, and, mm-hmm. and hope That's that beautiful. that she will, you know, deal with whatever that is because she is good enough. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, yeah. And I tell my girls this all the time, hurt people, hurt people. Yeah. You know, like if they come home and they're like, she did this and she did that. And like, you know what, there's some hurting going on inside of her. And so that, you know, she's reflecting that onto you or projecting that onto you. It has nothing to do with you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one of the best, one of the best principles from IPEC that I constantly think about whenever I, you know, feel my feelings getting hurt about anything is, you know, what other people say is about them and what you hear is about you. Yeah. There's, there's nothing truer than that. It's, Mm -hmm. it, it is, you know. Absolutely. And, and Wayne Dyer says it in another way. He says, what other people think of you is none of your business. Absolutely. And we just keep making it our business. And it's yeah. just, just like you said, it's not about us. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, it, it's amazing to me that there is now this opportunity for younger women 
and and girls, young girls to to learn about this stuff earlier. I I'm just I'm I'm thrilled. We'll definitely have to talk again about the facility facilitator role because I definitely have. Oh God, would rock at it definitely feel absolutely. like that's something that I would absolutely love but it's it's just it's so exciting to think about the opportunity to have these young girls not have to struggle as much as we did yeah you know yeah. isn't that a gift right like yeah. such a gift for absolutely. them to, to be and it's and it's just small ideas, right? That we, mm. I always say in these workshops, we plant seeds, we plant yeah. seeds and they, the girls may not go home and act on it in that moment while many do. Mm. Um, but we know that somewhere that information is somewhere inside of them. And when the opportunities come up that they need to access those tools, they, they can. They can. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. Well, I'm again. I want to thank you so much for uh, for being here, Melody, and and for you know sharing your beautiful gifts with the world and with my uh, you know our audience. Um, so I'm going to just I wanted to I'm getting your information up here again so that I can share. So if you want to connect with Melody um, and learn more about the the girl girl life program. You can connect with her on getgirlpower.com. She also has an Instagram community, which is her Instagram account, which is Girl Life Empowerment, and a Facebook a group that is awesome. And I, I, I intend to be more active in there. <laughs> Coming soon. I, I, you and I spoke. I have an Etsy shop that's taken a lot of my time the yes. last month or so. Um, but you also have a podcast. So the Facebook group is uh, Girls Empowerment Biz, B-I-Z. So facebook.com slash groups slash Girls Empowerment Biz. And uh, um, I will put these links in the bottom of the, in the notes there. And you also have a podcast, which is very cool. Empowering yes. Her. Yeah. So that's amazing. So again, thank you so, so much, Melody, for being here and for being willing to share your gifts with us and, you know, the amazing work that you're doing. Well, I definitely would love to have you on again and uh, to talk a little bit more about this because obviously I'm I'm passionate about this. And I know Olivia, my, my co-host, she's not a mom yet, but she's very passionate about, you know, empowering our, our, our youth. So amazing. Amazing. Thank you for this time, Amber. You are such a light and I'm just so honored that you thought of me to come hang out with you here today. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.